So, happy post-Canada Day, gentlemen. Happy Canada Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how'd you celebrate? I, it, was, it was different for everybody, I guess, this year. That was the big news about Canada Day, was that we weren't going to be celebrating it in any way that we had in our lifetimes, and probably true. It was, pr- yeah. it was so slow yesterday, like... Mm-hmm. Like usually you'll see congregations of people. It, it was it was kind of like uh, like like March eighteenth all over again. You know what I mean? Five days into lockdown and people are taking it serious all of a sudden. Sort of deal. It, it was very slow yesterday. Yeah, it was quiet. It was quiet. We did strawberry yeah, picking. Yeah. That's how that's how we spent our Canada Day. Strawberry picking. Oh, that's not bad. So that's the first you, time I've you, ever done that. So there you go. You did what? Strawberry picking. Oh, right on. That yeah. seems to be like a, it seems to be a sudden thing. My sister took her to, uh, my nieces doing that, I guess it was last week. They did yeah. a day in Niagara and went out picking and picnicking and biking and jam making and made a whole day out of it, actually. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a did counter you, full of strawberries right now, so. No doubt. Nice. And it's interesting to see um, strawberries that are just grown locally that you go and pick yourselves are the size of normal strawberries. The ones that you get mm. at the grocery store that are from Mexico are the size of a fucking apple. So it's, it's just <laughs> oh, interesting. They're from, they're from Chernobyl, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like the, a lot of the strawberries we picked yesterday looked like raspberries, but holy fuck, right. are they good? They're like little candies eat. Oh, man. So the smaller, it's supposed to be the smaller the berry, the, the sweeter the fruit or something is. I don't know if that's an old wives' tale when it comes to strawberries, but... Um, I don't know. Those gi- those giant strawberries are pretty sweet, though. Oh, they're great. I just uh, it was it was interesting yeah. to see a locally normal human just, strawberry. Oh was, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I've opened up a couple clamshells and like there's been berries that have looked at me and said, "Don't fucking eat me." <laughs> like so, it's like, wow, they're only on for two ninety nine, and I get three strawberries yeah. that are yeah. all the size <laughs> of my fist. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. Did you guys go in the morning or what? Because it was a hot one yesterday. No, we went right like 1230, sun just pounding down. You know, as I was doing it, I was thinking, how many activities do we go to do that are actually shitty jobs that somebody does the rest of the week? <laughs> it's just we go on the weekend for an hour. Now, let's go strawberry picking. There's some fucking poor pastor doing that for 40 hours a week in this sweltering heat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That that's true. That that is a that's a sun job, man. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it always it's seems not like to I would go like, roof someone's house on the weekend. Like, oh, you know, let's bring the girls over. We'll go lay some tar down. Like, you wouldn't do like, another hard yeah. hard labor job on the weekend. Bro. No, not at all. It always it always seems to me like quite a racket. These 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 apple apple uh, farms <laughs> and strawberry farms. Just like you know what we don't we could charge people to harvest for us. <laughs> Yeah. You get that? They yeah. come here and do it themselves. All we do is open the gate. Yep, pretty much. Just double dipping. Yeah. I my ta- I think I've for the first time in my life I've crossed some sort of threshold. Like it, the, the light here doesn't do it justice, but <laughs> you got I, tango I, in there? I I can't burn at this point. Like I mean, <laughs> I'm guys, I'm so fucking brown that I I can't Burn. It's almost it's almost getting offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm reaching I'm reaching Pierre I'm reaching Justin Trudeau joke I'm reaching black arm black arm if, if that's such a thing like oh my god it's I was out in the blazing sun two days ago and realized that I've 
didn't bring any sunscreen. And honestly, I could feel it beating down on me and it didn't make a lick of difference. Like there's no, (laughs) by by all rights and purposes, I mean, I was out in direct sunlight for about two and a half hours on the water (laughs) with no sunscreen on. I mean, I should should have had sunstroke. I should have been passing out. I should have been blistered and puking and all that other stuff. (laughs) Nothing. Like I am impervious. I... Uh, like, I've always wondered, you know, what it must be like to be a person of darker skin, like a, a, a black person or, or whatever, Latino, somebody brown, black or brown, yeah. and wondered, like, wow, what's it like to never really have to worry about that, to go out <laughs> and get, like, a bad burn? And I think I'm there. Are you at the are you at the point yet where you can just you go outside and you don't sweat or anything? Like you know when I, I go outside, I start sweating uh, when it's twelve degrees outside. Like no, that's when I start profusely sweating. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so when it too. when it's thirty or thirty five and you go out and people are just just fucking cruising around, they're not sweating at all. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? I, Where's all yeah. that sweat going? Like do you pant? I don't understand. <laughs> So it's it's funny because somebody was telling me uh, the other day, uh, my buddy's wife is J- Mike. His uh, his wife is Jamaican, so they spend a good chunk of the year down there. And Mike is the ultimate. He's one of those handyman guys. So when he goes down, I mean, they're there for, you know, they go down for two weeks at a time or whatever. Half the time he's there, he's fixing something for the family. So he uh, he caught on to the to the locals trick, and that is uh, long pants and a long sleeve shirt. Working outside in that kind of heat, it it builds the sweat, I guess, in your shirt. I don't know. I, I look at it too because I, I work I work with two guys from who are from Nigeria, and same thing. Like we work out in the hot sun, and they they always wear long pants, mm. long long black pants. And a very thin, either short or long sleeve cotton T-shirt, and they say the same thing. It keeps you cooler, actually. Hmm. I do that. I do that golfing. Like I, I have like like pants. I was very like I always find it. I just get burnt. Like my legs get fried, and then you know. Right. Well, that's the last thing to turn Certain dark things. on you, pretty much, right? Yeah. Well, you pair of, you throw yeah. a pair of tapered fucking plaid golf pants on, and you're not going to get uh, burns on your legs <laughs> anymore. Exactly. <laughs> Wow. Just just burns on my ego when everyone's making fun of me for every fucking time. I was like, yeah. show up looking nice, like Bob Barker. Nice fucking pants, Payne Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take I'll take obscure golf references for five hundred. Sorry, I'm, just, I'm opening up. By the way, the beer? only beverage. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it was, yeah. it's Coke Zero. Oh. Oh, the only sorry. the only uh, cold beverage of choice in the house right now, outside of tap water. My wife and I, we just did the handoff. So i i was um, I was away from when did I leave? Sunday till yesterday morning, and she came in on Tuesday night, and she's now up north for uh, until two. Anyway, uh, she's gone for a few days. I made sure. That like everything was stocked up when she got there. Everything was nice, nice, and everything. I came home to uh, it, old Mother Hubbard. It smells like dog shit in here, and there's nothing in the fridge. Like what the hell? Where's the fucking justice? Oh, and to boot, to boot. Guess what? My central air went out. 
Tuesday night. Oh no, oh, guys! Fuck. Perfect my time bed, for that. My bedroom was a fucking kiln last night. Oh, like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like the, the last. Uh, uh, Patrick Swayze came up from behind me and gave me a warm embrace, and the mug that we <laughs> we made is just should be just finishing in my bedroom. <laughs> hey, you know what you should do uh, to to fight that is when you go to sleep, you should put a fucking long sleeve shirt and some pants on. You know? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> cool, you're right off. Thank, thank God. <laughs> I'm alone because my long balls were just dangling all over the place last night. It's so friggin' hot in here. Uh, it's supposed ha- to be like 32 plus for the next like seven days. Are you getting that fixed or what? I I I don't know. The the motor landlord. The, right? It's it's not like the battery in the thermostat. The motor on the central air oh. is like the, the whole unit's got to be replaced. So I'll Fuck. probably be spending the next six days in this, and it's fucking hot in here. Whew. It's a it's a flat roof second story apartment oh, yeah. it, it's warm man <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah and, and, oh and making it even better last night i do i want to go back and i want to say happy canada day to everybody except for the fucking asshole a block <laughs> over for me who started lighting off fireworks at nine and didn't stop till wow. I, don't, I don't know i did finally manage to fall asleep so now I've got no AC and I can't even open the windows because it sounds like 1985 fucking Beirut outside. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna go off on a on a two hour fireworks thing, make it the nice ones. Like you're you're an incredible douchebag if you put on a two and a half hour fireworks show that doesn't involve fireworks that make any glittery shit in the sky. Just it's noise. just all ones that sounds like fucking gunshots going off <laughs> for two hours, two and a half. I heard the last one at 1130. I, I'm like, for Christ's sakes, stop it. <laughs> like, what are you in grade eight? These, these are like, wow, you saved up five dollars and 75 cents and still managed to come home with two hours worth of the cheapest, shittiest fireworks in the world. They're not even fireworks. Fuck. Oh, that dra- that and, sounds- and Sorry, I was going to say that sounds like an American getting ready to celebrate Independence Day, but... Yeah, what better way to celebrate the birth of your country than blowing up a small piece of it, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And these, like, it just, it went on and on and on. And, you know, there's, like, yelling and screaming that goes with it. It's... Okay, if... if, I understand there were no public fireworks displays, so there, there was a lot of leaning on the private backyard fireworks, but... Could you all not call each other like within a uh, within a, a neighborhood and say, okay, when's everybody doing this? Because it seemed I don't know if it was one person who was doing it, but it seemed like it was you know it was coming in twenty minute intervals where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, Bill's done shooting off his shit fireworks over there, Bob, it's your turn, <laughs> and they took twenty minute shifts for the rest of the night. Oh yeah, it's a uniformity, you- man. Like everybody at nine o'clock, light your shit off, and then go to bed. You gotta be the you gotta have you gotta be the, the house with the, with the biggest you gotta be the house with the biggest fireworks display on the block though. That's what ha- that's what happens when you, when you become when when you're when you're living in the suburbs and you got the family going and you know what I mean everything else is excited. There's no fucking sports on. There's nothing. All you gotta do is you know what I'm gonna go to the convenience store and buy everything that they have and just just to just to explode blow up as much shit as possible you know yeah and buy everything they have and light it all off one yeah. at a time for two and a half painstaking <laughs> excruciating hours <laughs> fuck and i'll say something else you get one day one day 
This is another. There are many disadvantages to Canada Day being smack dab in the middle of the week. But this is one of them because you know that every douchebag in the neighborhood who was doing it last night and has leftovers or thought, I'll wait for the weekend. You know, suddenly the fireworks thing, uh, May 2-4 and Canada Day now extends yeah, like, it's like a, May two four mm-hmm. week. Yeah, like like a privileged sixteen year old white girl's birthday. It's extended <laughs> over a four day period. Birthday some sort month. of yes, yeah, some sort of birthday month celebration of fireworks. It, ugh, maybe I it's hate because it. uh, remember remember we were talking about hockey cards, and I said that now like now as an adult, I can buy as many hockey cards as I want, but I choose not to. That's the guy that when you're a kid, you can only buy like one pack of cherry bombs or one Roman candle. Now you're an adult, you can literally go and buy two or three hundred dollars worth of that shit and mm-hmm. you get to live like you know I mean vicariously through yourself. Mm-hmm. Good. I mean, then take yourself back to nineteen seventy two and yeah. fuck off. The Ford the Ford F one fifty in the driveway doesn't show enough of a man that you are yet, so you gotta get some fucking fireworks on uh, Hey Ram fifteen hundred <laughs> asshole. Sorry. sorry. Uh, <laughs> I worked yesterday. That's how I celebrated Canada Day. Oh. You get paid time Six. and a half, though. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. Well, then, yeah, no. you got the shaft. F- Fifteen and a half hours yesterday. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So you should get paid I, for 23 hours. That's horseshit. Yeah. Oh, well. What are you going to do? But, yeah, it was... Um, I tell you, getting like I said, getting around was kind of easy. I just... I, yeah, I was... I was really surprised that people were even, you know, willing to have some dummy come and dig post holes in his backyard on Canada Day. I did it during somebody's Canada Day party. Wow. It was the most bizarre thing. I've got, like, the this machine that you, like with an auger on the end, and it's noisy as hell, and I'm digging yeah. post holes while there's a backyard cookout, like, right right there. You know, it was it was kind of strange. Every time you Do turn you the auger off, you hear patio lanterns turn it fucking back on again. <laughs> no, I'm still Kim Mitchell. Yeah, and then I turned it back on again. It, it was remarkable for, yeah, for motivation. I got a lot done. Did you get a burger out of it or what? No, I, I, I was offered a beer, but I didn't take it. No. I yeah. feel like that it's it's kind of impossible to see somebody just digging post holes with the barbecue going and not offer them a plate, you know? I feel yeah, like no, that's, they, that's, they, that's they, a they, sin as far as barbecue etiquette is concerned. Well, they didn't get to the to the barbie until I was on the way out. Mm. It was like later in the afternoon, so... Oh, they were probably just like, is this fucking guy going to finish so we can start this guy going to finish these goddamn post holes? <laughs> like, holy shit. I don't want to offer him a burger. Christ, I already offered him a beer. <laughs> Yeah. And it, it's uh, it was on it was in Oakville on the most Oakville sounding street name I think there there if oh, you, if you yeah, if, let me hear it if you if you live on sheltered Oak Court <laughs> oh yeah you live in Oakville it's got nothing to do with the oak but the sheltered is like <laughs> wow you're in Oakville sheltered Oak Court it's privileged like privileged place <laughs> pit, pity Pat Lane like oh my god. Yeah. You see, Ben Benbrook tries to do that too, eh? Like, if you live on like Unicorn Fart Boulevard, you live in Benbrook. If you live on right. pump, Pumpkin Patch, like, come on, Jesus! Just call your street names by people, like Roslyn and Kensington. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know. God, me, you know, I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for like crime to spike in Pen, Benbrook, so I can hear about the homicide at the corner of pump, Pumpkin Spice Latte and. <laughs> 
Cinnamon Toast Street. Like, Jesus. Yeah, there are some dumb names out there. Hey, this is something that we could maybe, uh, we could talk about it today if you want, or we can unpeel it another day. But um, obviously, a lot of discussion of race over the past little while. And um, mm. I was, my wife was on the phone with her boss yesterday. They were talking about real estate. And I uh, was just on my phone looking at something. And it actually said that there is a uh, real estate brokerage in Texas that is going to take the term master out of master bedroom. Um, because of the the racial implications to it, so as, as she was on the phone with her boss, I'm like, hey, hey, you're not allowed to say master master bedroom anymore because it's racist. Just the look on her face was like, fuck me, <laughs> what am I supposed to call it now? So, uh, I mean, they're the, not serious, are they? It, it's apparently well, I, that I, the is story is a serious story for sure. Yeah, apparently that the is where that term serious. comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's where the term comes from. Is like the master master of the house type thing. You know I, mean? I see. Im- implying that there are slaves that imply. You know I mean, so uh, again, like it's. I look. I look on our screen, and I just wonder: Are we in the right spot to talk about this type of stuff? Like when I look at, okay, they're going to change uh, the Simpsons. They're not going to have any colors of character voiced by yeah, any a- white any white people anymore. So you look at someone like um, like Hank Azaria. The guy does, I think, probably about thirty different voices on The Simpsons. They didn't, at least, and I say this again, they didn't choose him because he was a white guy and they were trying to be offensive and have him voice black no, characters. They, they took it's because him for his he range. Can, he can do so many. Like the the, the yeah. voice, the voice of Lou the cop, the voice of Lou the cop. He's not even doing a black guy. He's actually doing Rocky Balboa. That's where Lou the cop's voice comes from. So. I, I, again, I, I see these things, and I just wonder. I'm, I'm always concerned when when there's a huge pendulum shift that it shifts way in the other fucking direction. Do you see that happening with this, or do you see a, a writing of the ship? Uh, Is it a writing of the comp, of the ship or an overcompensation? I think I think like personally, like I I, I think the the. It's surface level bullshit that has no impact on anything relatively like like I think it's it's to me it sounds like kind of the bare minimum that people can control and do without having to make any of the real like the actual changes that people need to happen like Like I don't know that Jemima like was was, was Aunt Jemima syrup that that is not the the catalyst which is you know I mean the the problem in America right now like just, it's surface level bullshit that doesn't really do anything in any way whatsoever. I mean, from and that that's that's not really like my opinion. It's my it's it's some of the opinions that I that I've been kind of reading online from you know people people that are following this that aren't fucking some white guy in Hamilton. Mm. It's kind of like you know the read that I get is like, well, okay, that's great, and yeah, like you know Aunt Jemima shouldn't be on the the syrup thing, but like that's kind of not what we're talking about right now. You know, I think that seems like what the the read on it is. Yeah, just I agree with what Chris says, but I I think it does one thing, and that is, it takes people who have um, there's that there's that middle group. Not they're not middle. But they're close to the middle. What I'm trying to say is I think there is a large portion of the population that is racially insensitive, mm-hmm. uh, that maybe have some preconceived notions about race, um, that something like what's happening now is making them reconsider. 
you know, may, maybe I've been thinking about this all wrong and maybe I should be more racially sensitive and maybe I should get more educated. Things like getting rid of master bedroom because it's a racist thing to say completely turns those people off mm-hmm. of becoming any more enlightened. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's um, <clears throat> it's. It's almost to me. It's, it's polarizing. It, it's very polarizing. It's it to me. It's 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 like um, okay. So the long gun ban. Um, to me, it's uh, what am I trying to say here? It, it, it's an extreme reaction that does not. Uh, that d- does nothing to unify people at all. It, the the real yeah the the real the real issue here is you know race relations between people in general and and while it's all well and good, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. This is what you're saying. Like well, it's all well and good that people are making these things. Is this really solving the root? problem which is you know or is it just driving people further apart and yeah it it is just i think because you just you you know what i mean like now you're attributing instead of instead of um talking about well let's say like police reform is is what seems to be like the main issue here uh instead of talking about that you have people rolling their eyes and saying, oh, yeah. did you hear I'm not allowed to say master bedroom anymore? Precisely. Like, that's not the conversation. Precisely. And, and, yeah. and you know, well, no, yeah, it, it's, it, it fuels the fire to just, it, it's divisive. To write it off to, completely. To, yes, exactly. It, it, it does nothing for the problem. It just, it, it exacerbates the situation as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. It really does. Yeah. Something that, uh, sorry, something as well that I've noticed, and I actually, I, I mentioned it to uh, Samantha when we were driving around a couple days ago, and uh, I'll ask you guys and see if you're in the same boat. Do you find that sort of, I guess, ever since, we can say ever since George Floyd, obviously this has been going on a lot longer than that, but ever since it kind of exploded the way it did, um, do you find yourself more aware when you are driving around, walking around, of people of color? Do you find yourself more outgoing towards them, less outgoing towards them? Do you find they are more outgoing towards you or less outgoing? And the reason I ask is because I I find ever since this happened, (laughs) maybe it's because of everything that is going on. I am far more aware of people of color when I see them out and about and in my day-to-day life, more so than I feel like I was before. And I am way more outgoing and way more like, hey, what's going on? And I find that they are way more outgoing with me. And again, it might be just, I said to Sam, I'm like, maybe it's like when we bought a fucking Hyundai Elantra and all you see when you drive around after for the next two months is Hyundai Elantras because you're just more aware of it um, in that moment. But I I, I find that I'm way more outgoing. I find that my particular race relations are far improved. Now, whether that is because I've just and not that they were bad before, but I just feel like I'm kind of going out of my way to to say hi to more people than I was before. Yeah. That could be because I've just been penned up for fucking whatever. No, I know exactly what you mean. So. I was going to say that I was going to say the same thing. Like, I, I'm not sure which if, if it has anything to do with this more so than it just I'm just happy to see another fucking human being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say I would say, uh, yeah, I know I've noticed that a little bit. I, I think sent like there's a little increased sensitivity um, for the most part. And I haven't really encountered any of the negative 
aspects. No, me either. Of of that, but I've I've definitely encountered a lot of the positives about that. You yep. know, yep. same same with you from both sides. Like you know, you just going out and just being like, oh fuck, because you you know it's 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 nice. Like like for for a guy like me to 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 finally pay attention. Not that I wasn't paying attention before. I mean, I mean, I, I've read a lot of a lot of a lot of books on like segregation and and whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we all have. We've all seen the movies or whatever. And and but 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 to I, I don't know. Over the last little bit, it's really it brought a lot into perspective, and 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 uh, it's been it's been interesting to hear. Uh, and it's tragic to hear, to be perfectly honest. It's it's really sad that that there's this this whole aspect of living that that like visible minorities in particular um, uh, have this added layer of 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 I guess distrust and 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 bullshit put on, put on top of them. And you know it's 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 I'm glad that that it, it's been really enlightening for me. I think yeah, you know even more so. so than you know. I just it's good. Yeah, it's I a just good conversation for all of us to have. Yeah, I just find I'm going through kind of walking through society with less m- muscle memory than I used to. Like, you know, when you drive, mm. you drive somewhere and you're like, how the fuck did I? Like, you don't even remember the actual drive. Well, now I'm starting to actually remember the walk through that's a, a store. I like that analogy. And, and yeah, that's... saying hi to people and, and, and not, not just people of color. Just, and again, it's probably just because Anyone, it's been, yeah. we've been pent up for so long. But really trying to make eye contact with people and say hi and, and just get back out there again I guess and as, I, as I start to un- unpeel this more I start realizing that it is a lot of it is from having not been part of you know what I mean the social circle for a, a while but uh, a, sure. a big a big portion of it definitely is all the all the all the race stuff going on of late it's just and, you know, I mean and stuff like Aunt Jemima yeah it is trivial and yeah it is kind of a surface thing I, at least it, it opened my eyes to something. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that Uncle Ben was kind of based on a on a slightly racist character. It never it never really occurred to me, um, mm. and, and I'm glad it now does. So, for sure, it's not. I mean, it's my, not a it's not a bad thing. No, but my experience to this whole thing has been entirely different because I, I two or three of my as I was just saying a second ago, uh, two out of, two or three out of the five days or six days a week that I'm working, I I work hand in hand with uh, two or three young black men. Yeah. And I mean, we talk and we joke and, and shoot the shit. And so the. First of all, like to Mark's question, that whole, uh, you know, is this thing going the other way? Do you find yourself more sensitive and, and, and so on and so forth? I, I you know, th- through this whole thing, I'm spending more and more time than I ever have in my life with people of color. My entire day is with people. The, what, I'm, what I guess I'm getting at is I've always at first I had sort of this trepidation that mm, do I even bring this up? I mean, it's on the. It's on the radio. It's on the news. You know what happens if this comes, and it's never come up. Like uh, p- p- parts of it have. I, like I mentioned, the fact that I have a, a, a photojournalist friend in in the states, and and what they're going, and and it's just it's never it's never really come up. We've we're just men who you know talk about shit throughout the day. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a there's a big age gap because these guys are in their early twenties. Cool. So uh, there's there's certain stuff that we don't. Talk, but uh, yeah, it's just been a relief. Like we you know we just laugh and work together and 
Um, Amazing, eh? Like people can just work together and work can, hard can and just they don't do have to talk that. about and, I mean, race. And, and well, there's, but there's been two instances where I, I kind of just, yeah, I felt an enormous sense of relief. One was we were driving to a job, I don't know, about a week, week and a half ago. But remember when we were doing protest songs and we made our Spotify lists? Yeah. Well, I had that playing off my phone in the car and NWA comes on. (laughs) Fuck the police. And it came on. And I mean, so it's on. Right, like the songs there. You can't change it because then you're a dick for changing. I can't change, right? So I'm I'm rocking a hard place here. I'm like, if I change it, it's an acknowledgement of this 50 year old white guy who suddenly feels awkward. But if I don't, like, it was it was horrible for for a few seconds. But then, like I say, you know, the conversation just went on. The song played in the background, and you know, there were heads moving and everything else, but nothing was said about it. And I was like, wow, that was cool. We made it through, and it never came up. Because it wasn't an issue, <laughs> and then last night, um, I uh, one of the guys we were driving to Kitchener together. We had a job to do up there, and he was telling me a story about Tuesday, how a buddy of his backed into his car in his driveway, and it just it happened. I didn't acknowledge it or anything. Like I just laughed because of the story, but not because of the use of the word. But he said, Ben, man, I knew all along, this N-word can't drive worth shit. (laughs) And again, like, I'm driving, and it's just like, yeah, that N-word can't drive worth shit, eh? Like, I, I, it it, it was the weirdest thing. But, you know, and I laughed, and, and the story went on. And I thought, wow, this is really cool. Like, it's not like I'm one of the gang or we're we're breaking any barriers here. He's not here. calling you that later in the day. He, yeah, he, I'm not. I'm not his homeboy, right? But but it's just it, it was refreshing because it's just like okay, we have this comfort level where we don't. We're just. I'm a white guy and here's a couple of black guys and we don't need to talk about this. We're just Mm. talking about things that I would talk about with my white or brown or Asian or anyone (laughs) friends. Like it just, we're just human beings. And yes, that's a part of the vernacular that I hear them use, you know, when they're, when they're talking amongst themselves, they use that word like, you know, and word what you doing and I, I like oh geez okay I'm over here I didn't hear that right like I don't have but this was a blatant use of the word and I'm part of the conversation and I I just I, I just it went on you know what I mean and I that was it was it's kind of funny it's kind of not it's uncomfortable uh, to talk about but I just had to tell the story like wow it's this, like a it's like it a curb your enthusiasm situation it really is it's a you curb your enthusiasm like, yes yeah it's very yes. it's, it's a very like curb your enthusiasm situation where it's just like it has nothing to do with race but like it's unavoidable just given certain things you know what yeah. I mean like you have this cloud over top of everybody it's pretty interesting to hear though and it's nice to hear honestly that that uh, you know you guys can just be human beings together and not have to get sw- like there are conversations in the world between white that, people and black people that don't revolve around race and they're they're fucking happening right now if you can believe it so that's really nice right and there are there are let's i mean there are ones that definitely need to be had of course but, it, right and th- and those i mean sure but it it is nice in the meantime to yeah. in my case to be able to be uh, 
just a human being. You know what I mean? This, yeah. this, we really don't need to sit down and hash this out. Let's just get to work and goof around and stuff. And it's, uh, yeah, it's it's been great in, the, now, in that regard, for sure. Yeah. Now, another question I would have about that, and it, this actually kind of came from my wife, who, I mean, she's a sweetheart. You, I mean, Ben, you've met her. Uh, she's just a sweet person. She's got a great heart. But she, she kind of said she's like, with everything that's going on, is it making it so that we can't even have any fun with each other's differences. And when yeah. she when she said it, you know who I thought of? I thought of Eddie Murphy and I thought of Eddie Murphy. I can't remember if it's raw or delirious where he does the way white people walk and the way white people dance, which is a fucking hilarious bit. Uh, Eddie Murphy, again, if you've ever seen the movie Coming to America, him playing the old Jewish man, like him being in white face and playing that old Jewish man in the barbershop is fucking brilliant. And yeah. again, he's poking fun and, he, and he's having fun with the stereotypes. And I remember asking Chris uh, about this, you know what I mean? The difference between stereotypes and racism, the difference between having fun with people's differences and, you know I mean, when it's not fun anymore, so to speak. Um, do you think that because of everything that's going on, there, there's no more room for fun? It's we're, we're too fucking serious about this now because it is a serious thing and I get it. But talking about white people dancing like they have a pickle up their ass is fucking funny. And I, I don't I don't want that to go. I don't want I that made to the go joke away. last night. I made the joke last night. The same guy we were talking. He's like, man, you're getting a tan. And I said, yeah. And you, like. I am so. I said I'm so white in the winter. I even dance worse in December. And he like he, he laughed. He, he thought that yes. was the funniest thing, right? But yeah, like it, so. I yes, don't want that to go away because that, that's that can happen. But yeah, right now it has sort of sucked the wind out of that a little bit. Like there's, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's hard to have a laugh about this. It <laughs> it's too early I, to have a I, laugh about yeah. my dancing. <laughs> I think there's. Um, I think there's definitely like uh, a large. There's a loud voice that would say that, no, you're not allowed to laugh at, at race differences or cultural differences. It's really just cultural differences. And you know what I mean? But it, yeah, it is cultural. It's mostly yeah. just cultural. It, yes. it doesn't really have anything to do with. Uh, but anyways, um, you, you, there, there are definitely people out there that say that you can't make jokes and do that. But but that's a lot of that, in my opinion is a minority of people that that ha that 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 are that are on social media or whatever and i would say the majority of people when you get down to reality and you have a bunch of guys just working together those jokes are they're fine most people are right. are fine making fun of like like we you know what i mean we poke right. at each other's differences that's what comedy is and like sure there's going to be people out there yelling and and you know raising their pitchforks at certain types of jokes whether they're inappropriate or not, you know what right. I mean? But I think when it gets down to just being like people, those jokes are, they come, na they come natural. And I, I don't think, you know, for the most part, there's really anything all that wrong with it is, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're always be able to laugh at each other's differences. Some people just don't have a sense of right. humor. Right. Like, yes. Okay. So it's been a while that I've been making, uh, I've been working with these guys. And last night was the, 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 you should see me dance in December was the first joke I've made of any kind. And I mean, you know, <laughs> been killing but, but, you. But, 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 oh, yeah, well, that's just the thing. It's like, but it has nothing to do. It really has nothing to do with, with race. It more has to do with senses of humor. And I, I got to get to know these guys a little bit before I'm willing to share those kind of jokes. But yeah, there, there have been tons of instances where, you know, I've been bursting at the seams with what would be 
could be construed as an inappropriate joke, but in the right circle and in those circumstances, pretty damn funny, right? And I haven't, I haven't made those jokes at the time because I just didn't feel comfortable doing it. Uh, well, and, and I mean, I shouldn't feel comfortable doing it, right? Like just to, to any person of color to make an off an offhand joke about something is, is probably not a good idea. Now that I'm getting to know these guys a bit better, I feel a little bit more comfortable. But that, that that's the way it should be, right? I mean, build mm-hmm. up this sort of a harmonious relationship where you get to learn each other's senses of humor and quirks and quarks and all that sort of stuff. And then you can you can have a laugh sort of thing. So. Yeah, I, just, I just white people like like I love hearing jokes about white people because I think it's fucking hilarious. Sure. So, you know, I just when when it, like any any of them, the Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock is one of my favorite comedians. Uh, fucking Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, like they're they're Dave Chappelle's gone white face a bunch of times. It's to yeah, me, it's, it's one brilliant. of the, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I'll watch it over and over again. So like I can't be. I can't be the exception to the only exception to the rule. I'm sure it it works on both sides of it. You know what I mean? There's there's a lot of there's a lot sure of fucking does. funny ass jokes out there. You know, black blackface is, has has different roots, obviously. So so there's a reason why people don't do that. It, it was specifically you know used so that they didn't cast black people in acting roles. Right. Uh, so there's a little bit of there's a little bit of cultural bullshit attached to that. So I I, I can see why that's obviously not not cool. It's interesting. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the, sorry. The, the one thing that, okay, the, the, the Simpsons thing, to go back to that, we were talking about that a little, yeah. bit, a little bit before, but I think it's relevant now to, 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 to fire. I can understand, like, like, eliminating the character of a poo, right? Like, I understand doing that. But to have, I, I struggle a little bit with, with the, and, and they're, 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 a, they're a production company. They could do whatever they want with their business. You know what I mean? Like I, I, it's fine if that's how they want to operate their show. Um, but like, I have a hard time with the, no one's allowed to act as a culture that they don't belong to. Right. Like, I feel like that's a little bit kind of, kind of wonky there because like isn't that what acting is right like yeah like exactly like what mark said that's what acting is like one of my favorite movies ever is leonardo dicaprio in blood diamond you know what i mean yeah and he plays he plays a a south african like a like a white south african guy and he puts on this insane accent like is that not like Mm. is that is that not allowed like i I understand that the the color is a difference but like that that's that's the distinguishing factor but it's just an interesting i've just been thinking a lot about that lately to see like you know hank azaria is like he's 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 a great voice actor you know what about what about lisa simpson or or bart simpson's played by by a middle-aged woman is that not allowed like what is that i see where you're going with that yeah for the race i i think acting like screen acting is one thing that yeah you, that shouldn't be discouraged i mean mm-hmm. I, you know if if i can be straight and play the role of a gay man and nobody bats an eye then why can't i be white and play yeah, the role that's a of good a example Puerto Rican? too right that's so a good example too in, in that case yeah i i see where you're going but I, maybe i think it's a little maybe different with voice actors because you're not seeing well them could act, be. right? Like they're just yeah. reading. It. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that that's what I believe. I, that's just mm-hmm. kind of what came to mind when you said maybe that that's taking it a bit too far. I think in the case of voice actors, yeah, maybe they should be members of the culture or race that they're representing in the character. 
I, yeah. well, I, mean, I read a, I read a thing, and you, know, I mean, this is one story out of millions. But uh, I read a story about a, a guy that had moved here from India. His dad was a convenience store owner, um, and he actually found a little bit of like solace or comfort in a character like Apu. Like it was somebody that he could kind of he could mm. look at, and he could a he could see all the things that were being overblown and all the all the hyperbole in the character. But then he could also look at that character and see the truths that were in that character. And I think maybe that maybe that's the difference between a stereotype mm. versus racism is that racism yeah, is just based in hate. Stereotypes are kind of based in some form of reality that at mm-hmm. least most people could. You know what I mean? Like a, a white stereotype is that we can't dance. I. I agree. I can't dance worth a shit. Most of the people I know can't dance worth a shit. So yeah, it's not a negative thing. It's actually quite astute. If I look at, you know, what I mean, mm. if I were to, I mean, pull one hundred of my closest friends, uh, I'd have to find fucking ninety five more friends. But I would also find that likely most of them can't uh, can't dance that great. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know if, (laughs) yeah, for sure. I don't like, I I feel like, like, well, I, I'm definitely not a great dancer. Ben just doesn't, Ben just doesn't dance. Ben doesn't scream. He won't dance. I don't, I don't. He won't even tap his foot at the fucking dentist's office. He's just, he's just off it. He's, (laughs) I, I I do not, I do not dance. I don't dance. I I can't dance. I don't. I can't. I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. I wish I could. I mean, I, you know, my deepest admiration is for bad dancers who still love to do it. I wish I could be that guy. (laughs) You ever think about that? You you know, like at a lot of a lot of weddings or parties or get togethers, one one of the most standout characters at the whole get together is that guy who can't dance but does it like no one's watching. Yeah, yeah, even though everyone uh, is. <laughs> even, though, even though everyone clearly is like, holy shit, get a load of this guy. Yeah. I, 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 God, I wish I could be like that. Honestly, I, I admire people like that who just don't give a shit. Mm. But my, my, yes, my dancing is justifiably deeply rooted in self-consciousness. There is no... 100%. There is no question about it. It's like, no, I am not doing that because I can't. I'll go, I just, out, and swing, I'll go out and swing golf clubs and score 135 in 18 holes and not bat an eye. But yeah. for some reason, when the Macarena comes on, I ain't fucking moving. Like, not a chance. Well, I just get lost. Like, what am I supposed to do with my arms and my legs? Like, that's really where... Like, I got my mouth right. going. I got a good whistle going. Sometimes I'll snap. Like I'll snap my fingers. So I got that one. But after that, you got to shake them. You just got that. That's, that's what you got to do with your, your arms and legs. And how am I supposed to just, yeah, just like one of those, just like one of those, uh, those little inflatable things that they put outside of. Oh, the wacky waving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to dance when you're leaning on the bar too. (laughs) 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 That's that too. But I mean, Mm. you know what? Like some of my, I invented some of my greatest dance moves when I was fucking drunk. So it's, it's tough to say. I think some of the greatest inventions were made when people were drunk. <laughs> Absolutely. The Moscow Mule is one of them. <laughs> what's left over in our house right now? <laughs> Burn that ice cube. Burn that sugar cube. <laughs> God. I'm so, sorry. This house party uh, thing's a disaster here. I'm trying to get this set up. It's, so. it's, it's yeah. all good. Don't we? Yeah, we're having a few technical issues on the side. Um, oh, I just so realized I, you guys I, were frozen. 
I've just gotten back in from uh, from out of town, and and yesterday worked all those. Hours. So I don't know. Like, is Polly joining us this week? What's what's going on? Oh, yeah, we, we need to come up with a new topic for him. That's for sure. I I don't know. Okay. I, 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 he he messaged us uh, before, and and we're still we're still on the fence about coming up. Like we just we've all been you know preoccupied with. Yeah, we've had things going on. Yeah. All of us. Yep. Yeah. See, so, I said um, I, I couldn't believe this. I said getting high songs, and th- that guy was a fucking music pr- director for how long? And he had a basement in the office. Uh, sorry, an office in the basement. Yeah. He never smoked weed. No, he's Polly, never smoked uh, weed he, ever in his entire he, life. That's crazy. He does. That's Polly doesn't partake. Huh. Yeah, Polly, Polly doesn't enough. partake. I've never seen Polly under the influence of booze either. I've seen him have a couple beers here and there, but Polly just—he's—he's uh, wow. yeah, he's not that guy. Huh. Cool. Yeah. Good for him. It's so it's, funny because the the music for a lot of us has is just inseparable from partying you know and 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 he's he's the, he's one of the the most uh biggest music fans i know to sort of so to see that to see see the, the those two he's also like a, a teetotal whatever you call it teetotaler teetotaler yeah Teetotaler, yeah. like he he drinks, but just not to excess. That's all. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's mm. inter- it's interesting. People are interested. That's what, that's what I love about uh, this podcast and just meeting people in general. Is you're just like, huh? You meet people and you're like, oh, that's that's fascinating to me. You know yeah. how how they how they live their lives and how different it is. And yeah, yeah. Just go just going back to the whole even back to the race thing. Like you know, there's 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 differences between us, but I don't know that that's necessarily. A, I, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I think no, that's what makes thing. stuff interesting, you know? For sure, for sure. Hey, did we lose Mark? Is he still there? I'm still here. Oh, oh you're he's still there. there. Okay, I'm just yeah, listening well, intently. Yeah, house party is all messed up. Anyway, um, so I don't know. Like, what? okay, so let's just start banging out in our heads. What What do you do music to? Like, what is music appropriate for? Because we get some good, like, drive, driving songs and shit. I mean, there's got to be something in there. Workout, yeah. workout songs is a good one. Yeah. I was gonna say gaming playlist, but I don't oh, think that was. Oh yeah, well. Franz gaming playlist is like a good one. From, uh, yeah, NHL. I think it was like we NHL two thousand fifteen. Did we do hockey? We did sports songs, right? We did sports, we did sports yeah. anthems or sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know, boys. How about how about know. how about storytelling songs? I bet you fucking Polly's got some good, mm. like like a song that's a story. Yeah, he's a Springsteen guy, so I'm sure he's got a bunch of those. Oh. Um, I got I got a I'm, really good one. Yeah. Okay. There's there's that. What about my like humps. a? Pardon me. Did you say my humps. My humps. My humps tells a great story. My, my humps is a yes. <laughs> my humps is yeah. It, it, it's uh, I think I think it was was it. <laughs> there's was it James Joyce? Was it James Joyce who wrote the original <laughs> lyrics to that? Or I think it was Bob Dylan. Tolstoy, Bob Dylan, Tolstoy. <laughs> it was right. She actually, Fergie wrote that. She was inspired by um, by uh, the Crystal brothers Math. Karamazov by uh, Dostoevsky. What? Okay, let me ask you guys a real quick question. How, where, where does um, uh, like within with within your relationships, how 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 important is a mutual like of music? Uh, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it, to, yeah, to no, me, I definitely like hear a, you. A, a, a big part of what makes Amanda and I work is that we have very similar taste in music, and we both 
vehemently dislike pretty much the same music. And it's it's a galvanizing thing for us. Oh, see, uh, Sam and I don't dislike the same. Like, I dislike some of the music she listens. She listens to a lot of top 40 stuff. Like, we, we have Sirius in the car, yep. so she listens to Sirius Hits 1, and I listen mm-hmm. to Classic Rewind. However... Okay. We will both settle very happily on lithium. We're both like 90s, I mean, 90s rock and grunge and Nirvana and Pearl Jam and all that kind of stuff we like. Right. Um, she actually kind of likes more eclectic sounds than I do. Like she likes like okay. there's a band. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. You, you probably have Kaleo. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Yeah. They yeah. Are yeah. Really, really cool band. They're from uh, Finland, I believe, or Iceland or something like that. Something like she, that. She knows songs in their fucking native language. Like she's listened Good to their Christ. album so many times so yeah we've gone to see them we're gonna go see them again in september this is one that i'm just kind of on you know what i mean uh, i go along the ride for because she i mean she likes them and i like going to a good concert uh and they are good i just it wouldn't be mm. a ticket it wouldn't be tickets i would buy um, but yeah we're 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 similar ish the reason I'm asking is that I, I, I didn't know if there might be a, a list in um, something to the effect of uh, uh, five songs I would play on a first date to sort of, you know, to either impress or make a statement or something like that. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Or or yeah. or uh, five artists. Oh, hey. five, <laughs> how about like five artists that would make you sexy? In other words. Uh, I'm I'm meeting I'm meeting a woman for the first time and I find out she likes this band or that act and it's like oh my god you're a fan of them <gasps> I like I, you even more yeah five five artists or bands that you would put on a resume if somebody asked you like on a resume yeah. or job application hey what are five songs that really scream you <laughs> maybe I, I don't know I, yeah like that that's kind of a cool way of putting it yeah <laughs> yeah I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Something to think about anyway. But yeah, let's. Uh, I guess we should get something off to Polly, right? Yeah, I think Chris died. Well, not. Yeah, I well, mean, not, his feed. Not. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think. We, I think we. Uh, did we lose him? Yeah, he's out. Yeah, I think he's got bad oh. internet. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. I just saw his name pop back oh. up. Oh. Chris, you there? Chris? Hey, he's back. Fuck. Okay, I'm just. I'm afraid is, to hit. Is stop Ben there? Mine. I don't yeah, Ben is here. Anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm hearing. hearing him. I'm not hearing. Him. I don't know why that's going on. Oh, you, you can't shit. hear him. I can hear him. I, I can't yeah, hear. Yeah, no. It's it's being weird. Oh, I can hear you. No problem. Which is all right. I don't know why I can't hear. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of like 1988, the way phones used to be. Hey, Chris, what oh, do you man. what do you want to tell Ben? <laughs> hey Ben, Chris says he really likes he really likes you. Oh, okay, Chris. <laughs> Chris, ben. Chris will go to prom with me. I don't know what the fuck to do here. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the recording and then and then see what happens here. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.